Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? (laughs) And welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Every goddamn Saturday, a new episode appears like magic on your Internet-enabled device, because you've subscribed to us, and you listen to us every week. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm surrounded by the Internet Radio Superstars. This is Brent. This is Nick. Ryan. Travis. And, oh, I should remind you, if you want to get a hold of us, facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Say anything you want. We'll probably read it on the air. This week it was... (laughs) Yeah. Poor Igor in his mailbag this week. Nothing. (laughs) What? Crickets. Crickets. Where are you guys? Okay, well, so I'm just gonna write in just so there's something. And if you do want to defend <laughs> Repo, uh, that's possible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that had to come up a little bit every. <laughs> Only four more of those. Yep. I think there's a quota. Oh, leave it for your rail. <laughs> All right. So it was my pick repo. this week, and I chose a time travel movie in keeping with Brent's theme for 2015. Oh my yes. God. And it was called Primer. I know some of you hoity-toity types are saying out there that it's primer, and maybe you're right because that's a textbook that you – like an introductory textbook. They never say it in the movie, so we're not From the horse's mouth, I saw an interview with the guy himself, and he says it's primer. It's directed by Shane Carruth, who directed – Carruth, who directed one of my favorite movies of 2013, I believe, called Upstream Color. You should go check that out. It's pretty good. And this was from 2004. Okay, so before we get really into this, the the movie, the basic plot is that these two guys who are engineers accidentally discover a time machine, and then the rest of the movie deals with, like, causality paradoxes for <laughs> the remainder of its running time. First, they're par- paranoid about it. Very paranoid about it. But they fuck it up somehow. Well, the movie's made like a... Oh. It's it's mm-hmm. put together like a thriller, right? I mean, it's trying to be is like... Because it? It, it tried... Well, the, it? in that is first, it? like, whatever... Before they actually build a thing, there's this kind of like... Oh, I mean, it's it feels so, like a thriller movie. It, no, no, dude. dude the, the first fucking 40 minutes, all it is is techno babble out of any Star Trek fucking shit, yeah. right? Like, all we gotta do is like cool it down. Cool it... Cool down the, the, the flux fucking... The difference between this and Star Trek, though, is that Star Trek knew what they were doing. And these Star guys Trek made were, more sense. Yeah. Well, these guys make... This director loves to make conversation, like, barely a part of the fucking, like, process. It's like... He wants to make it so fucking real that it's not a play, right? You're, it's just like yeah, a bunch of people going like, what are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing? Yeah, you're I mean, basically I eavesdropping know. on these engineers, and they talk like engineers do. I mean, yeah. I don't doubt that any of the stuff that they were saying was like somehow researched, you know, and all this. Whereas in Star Trek, you're attenuating the axial servos or whatever. It's like, what the fuck is that? It's, you know, it's babble. Well, I felt the same way here, too, because, I mean, they were, I mean, you got what they were saying by, like, things like, hey, cooling it down. You got to, we got to cool this down. it with argon so we, we got We got 13 repetitions? <laughs> you know, 13,000 repetitions? I appreciated this, though, because they didn't have any qualms about being real engineers. In most movies, they would dumb it down by having the one guy simplify it with an analogy. Yeah, this, they kept did. it raw. He did though. He said. He said the one time I got exactly what was going on at the boxes when he said it's a cul-de-sac. The things that when they accidentally discover the time machine, what it is is this is what I thought was actually interesting about the movie. Just an interesting way. And to they discover. have documents to like you know. Yeah, like it's like a audience. circle, and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? So it's like a circle. It's like they only understand they're they're making something time travel by the idea that it's 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 in point A where in the machine, and then it just goes. The B and then right back. It doesn't stay there. It just goes whoop. 
They just know it's leaving into another dimension and coming right back. Well, it's not, and they're like, well, well it's not can... coming right back. There's two points. That's how it works. Because well, that's how they do the, the time but, travel. They, they stop at the one point. But they have to, get to out. figure out how to stop at the one. That, that's why they're like, if we can figure out how to stop at the one point permanently instead of automatically reversing back. That was their first little, like, well, That was where it was cool of it because they put, they like, the cold uh, sack, right? egg into it, right? So they put the egg in. They say there's the A and the B point, and since the egg is not a smart... Uh, you know, being Thing. it sits there and alternates back and forth between point A, and then it lo- hits point B, loops back to point A, and keeps going for some odd number. 13,000 oh, 13, oh, some odd rotation. But they like, can't oh. decide to come out. Right. But he's like, at one point, he was like, it, but it does really appear long, again oh. because we're actually able to see it. So yeah. at some point, it does Something exit like from the field that and we've they, generated. They for sure, I, for sure. I get it. Saw this Since it's just sitting there, growing on this egg, that means it's been doing this for right, like forever, five years or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, five years. But then they're like, "Well, it's been in there for two days. How is this possible?" Right, right. Obviously, time travel. So they figured then, if they put it, an intelligent person, I don't know if they were ever thinking about building something other than just putting a person in it. A person could actually enter at the B point and exit at the A point, whereas a thing that you know, math, think, yeah. So there's yeah. lots of math that they know that we don't have to know that Luckily, explains they don't how this thing works. But you're saying that they go into another dimension. They don't actually. They are living that well, time in mean. reverse, it seems like, right? You time go, is a fucking dimension, dude. Sorry. Well, the <laughs> cool thing, said, look, get it. it's three dimensions plus time. Is that is it actually a fourth dimension? Yeah. Time is not a dimension. It's a concept. <laughs> It's witchcraft. <laughs> but once you learn how to traverse it, it becomes a dimension. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shots well, fired. The idea, which uh, this is a kind of, you know, I mean, we've watched a, a number of time travel movies so far this yeah. year. But, you know, so this one, the, the concept is, is that you can't go back in time to some period that you have. The, the time machine wasn't running. You, you know, I mean, even at the end, it's like they start the thing. And it runs for like three days, and then they get in it you know, at the three day point and come back three days, and they have to like knock themselves out for three days. So time exists in the time machine. It's the same amount of time that the, the machine's been running. Crazy, correct? Right? If that makes any correct. Yeah, that's, so that's why they can so only far. go back for like <clears throat> six hours. But you at the can't time. forget about the failsafe machine that was running from that's day one. one. That's right, the well, one that was Tom the three was hour one. The, yeah, like, usually they're doing this on like six hour jaunts or whatever. Yeah. 36 so hour days. As turn the thing the on, the machine on, which I thought that was like a cool idea too. It's like we can't turn it on right while we're here. We have to put a timer on it for 15 minutes so we can get the fuck out of here. Because when we turn it on, the A, that's the A point, and our doubles are going to come out of it. Right. Yep. That's what I got out of it. Yeah. All right, so that's very true. <laughs> I thought it was a unique concept with the A and B points. Typically, it's the merging of holes or it's the wormhole or it's something like that. I like the idea of the fact that it's almost like a monorail with two stops on it. Mm-hmm. You can get on and off at either of the stops when you want. I like that idea. But what I didn't like in the movie was how they would just drop a one line to hard explain everything else. No, oh, wait. You've had the machines running since five o'clock now? Yeah, I left them running since five. Okay, plot <laughs> twist. We can move on. That bothered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, some of that's like the function of at some point, like with all of this stuff in there, you have to give your characters uh, a motivation, right? Yeah. So there's two there's two points that they come up with as a plot point that I think are the two like linchpins to this movie. One event is uh, Aaron. <clears throat> there's Abe and Aaron are the two guys. Aaron decides that it would be awesome if I could go punch my boss in the face and then go back in time 
and convince myself not to do it. That way I can have the satisfaction of doing it without any of the repercussions. Which I can't believe is a genius in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Geniuses want to punch people just as much as the rest of us. Yeah. It just, that's my problem with this movie is there. Oh wait, the second linchpin, I'll just mention it a little bit, is uh, there is a party uh, where uh, the, okay, so the ex-boyfriend of, this girl that Abe is interested in shows up with a shotgun and something happens. So now those this, are the two moments. This takes place before the party in the beginning of the movie. The shotgun takes place before 90% of the movie. Yes. This was after they split at the airport. Okay. That isn't it just like mentioned. You don't get a fucking visual of it or anything. All right. So we're assuming audience that you've seen this movie and have come here to hear us sort it out. So, okay. Of course. Abe, Abe and Aaron. Have okay, fun with that. Abe. I go without saying after like 104 yeah. whatever the fuck episode or whatever the hell. Abe and Aaron plus two, the second Aaron, is with Abe when the shotgun event happens. They go through that event 20 plus times until it is perfected to happen in the exact way that it does that he stops the shotgun and meets his wife. Right. But then the, the downside is, is that Aaron, or Abe doesn't actually get to stay with her. Right. Because he's like double number two. So double number one or the original Abe will meet her. And he won. <laughs> yes. So that's why he's like pissed off at the end, right? Yes. At the end, these guys are like, we have to abandon our lives. Like, I'm married. I have to leave my wife and my kid because my double has to have a life with them. That was kind of actually at the end of it, it was kind of fucked up. And so we'll have to try and figure this out too. But like, Aaron's the one who's married, right? To yes. Kara, I believe, right? Kara. And they have Warren. a small daughter. And. So he's like, he's taken off to go somewhere. We just have to go. You know, we fuck things up so much that we can't be here. Like we got to we gotta go to the Philippines or Thailand, somewhere real far away. Abe says he's going to stick around and stay back so he can. It, and, it, and Aaron's like, well, why don't you just like put uh, Kara and Lauren in the machine and you can double them and you can run off with them somewhere. And I'm like, wait, isn't that the other guy's wife? What was going on there? Maybe you guys I, th- I think it's because he kept, like, Abe kept saying, like, no, man, you can't do this. You can't do this. You have a family. You can't keep fucking around with time travel. You can't keep doing all this, you know, whatever, running back and forth, running back and forth and doubling yourself. You, you know, you got to stay safe for your family. So he's like, you know, I think what Aaron was saying at the end was like, well, if you're so concerned about my family, why don't you just go oh, double them and have your own fucking family yeah. and oh, then leave yeah. my double with my original family? I think it was more like a jab, like you've been throwing this in my face the whole fucking time. It go be. get your own family and, you know, leave me the fuck alone. Now, my problem with these two linchpins is that, uh, the movie is missing the scenes that, like, both these things are supposed to take place. Because, okay, right. like, I, okay, granted that, you know, you know, we drink while watching movies and we get a little whatever. Well, but, okay, him, I remember him talking about the plan of punching the, the I don't drink at all. I don't boss, know what you're talking about. But I don't. This is a like, dry, blo- uh, dry podcast. Dry, dry broadcast. All right, okay. so here's. But I don't like. Recall, I, I don't recall like the events happening for him to have to cover it up and convince. Him. I'm like, okay, but what? Because I just remember him having a black hoodie on and like putting shit in the milk. Right. Like I don't but remember. That's that's Aaron two. Yeah. Aaron Aaron three wears the turtleneck. <laughs> the suit, the turtleneck, and the hoodies. Yeah, you have to pay attention the to the clothing. Aaron. So 
Okay, so what I think happened there, and I don't know. See, this is one of those things where maybe we'll have to think this one out. But what I think happened is Aaron says he wants to punch his boss. Abe's like, we can't do that. But then because he gets woke up in the middle of the night by the kids with the, uh, you know. the Turning the car alarms on. He says, because I was woken up and the, the box is already running, we can go and, like, punch your, but you can go this morning, punch your boss, and then we'll get in the box and travel back to before the kids woke me up. I can d- make it so they don't wake me up. Oh that way we won't ever have this happen. You'll still remember doing it, but your double won't have the conversation we're having now. But on their way to do this, they run into this guy named Thomas Granger. And prior to this in the movie, the only time we ever met that character, we find out it's Rachel's father. Rachel's the girl that Abe wants to get with. It's her dad who's like, can, he's a financier or something, right? And he's like a bearded version of him is following them. And this guy hasn't been introduced into the story until this point. So I say this is a paradox. This guy exists without, like he can't. There's no logical way you can get to him being there. He exists because in some version, I don't know what happened on the way to go punch the, the boss in the face. Something horrible went wrong. One of them had to go. I assume it was Abe. Had to go to, I assume only because when Abe gets near Tom Stranger, he passes out. He had to go talk to Thomas Granger, get him to go back through the time machine to set something right. And then they're like, he fucking changed something. I don't know what it is. We what? never see that, right? <clears throat> no. No, he just, they run behind the house and it goes cop style with the camera, like chasing them around. And that wasn't to punch the boss, that was to stop the kids the from hitting the cars. Fucking stupid. And Tom, <laughs> Gra- Tom uh, Granger was introduced in the beginning of the movie at the party. Yes. He was at the party. Yes. And then, because they were talking about how they need him to finance their machine. Yeah. So then, when they're going to go punch him. No, they're not going to go punch him. They're going to go punch uh, Aaron's boss. It's a different guy. It is a different guy? Yeah. I thought it was the same guy. No, it was a different guy, but they never that never happens, as far as we know, unless it happened in a timeline that's been erased. I don't so believe that's it happened. It's like when we're, we're watching the movie, I we're not necessarily he, watching the first time through when as When he first happened. says, yeah. like... I really want to go punch my boss. I could have swore he said I'm going to go punch Thomas Granger. Yeah, it's like something it starts with a P, but I missed okay. it. Or Platt. 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 That's yeah, his name. yeah, there you go. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Ignore me, internet. <laughs> well, but the whole, I mean, the whole reason why they want to stop the kids from hitting the car is to set off the car alarms is because that fucks up the, like, they go back early because they wake up in the middle of the night. But I think right? this is before they went back. They they went, because the scene is like, you know, they're explaining that they're going to go punch the boss, they get in the car to drive to work so they can lay in wait or whatever the fuck they're going to do. And they yeah. pass, and they they pass, pass Thomas car. Granger, and they're like, what the hell? And then they call his house, and he answers, so like, who's the guy in the car? With they the beard in the car. Down. Right, yeah, he's got the beard, but earlier today he was clean-shaven. So this is like a character was I that watching like, the same movie? just yeah. shows but up. Just, but there's such like little stupid scenes that it don't go anywhere. Now let makes me so fucking mad about this movie. Hold like, on. Let's just say, though, that it was filmed with a budget of $7,000. It's really crazy impressive. It's the idea that's getting it. Cause the, 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 well, I still appreciate that it was shot in a cinematic style for a movie that was basically shot in a guy's house. Well, but woohoo. It's shot good. Fucking ideas are dumb as fuck. Going back in time to hit your boss and stop the kids from hitting cars that But it wasn't about the it wasn't just about the boss. You had the boss, you had the cars, you had the money making from <laughs> they the were, stock. They were going around they'd wake up, they'd go into the machine, or All right, no, we, they we would go documents or something. They would <laughs> what they what these guys would do this is they would wake up, they would, you know, go about their day, they would But would they check the stock? Don't they market. go to the they go to the hotel, right? 
Like, well, they so turn the, on the machines so that their doubles yeah. can do whatever. But wouldn't their doubles they research go to they, the hotel? Yes. No. And then, yes. like, a loop? Yes. At least, originally... No, because they have to get in after or, their well, day. They're, they're actually, they've already done it. They live yeah. their day yeah. and check out the stock market and figure out, oh, okay, this stock's going to double at noon. Yeah. So then they would go, they would get into the machine, go back to the morning... And then they could go trade the stock. Could you please well, their doubles Could you were please explain that using point A and point B? So they would go in. It's like a cul-de-sac at point B. At point B, <laughs> yeah, you, you read point so, A. So point A is then they go through their day. They go, you know, to the hotel room for six hours. Yeah, they, well, they pass point A. Right, they, they turn pass, the machine yeah. on. That's at point, point a. a. Then they go to the hotel. Then they go okay. to the hotel room. They wait out six hours. Then they go to the library in Russellville or wherever it is, like a town over. I'm assuming. And they check out stocks and figure out what stocks did for the day. Okay. Then they go back to the storage unit, get in. Were the machines running? The yeah, machines at were, point B. Running. At point B, they get in, and then they, they wake sleep, back up. Yeah, for six, for six fucking hours. hours. To catch up with the now, or to go back. To go, to go back. back. To go back, okay. So that way they can wake up. When they originally opened the door to turn the machine on. Well, 15 minutes after they turn the machine on so that they're already okay. in the hotel room. Yep. And then they buy the stock, they make the money, boom. Yeah, that's okay. how you get great lines like, I haven't eaten since uh, later this afternoon. Yes. <laughs> but the idea is that they're they're essentially doing the same thing every day. And which I also find represented in their use of cliches, using the lines about how United States, uh, the United States spent millions of dollars to build a ballpoint pen that worked in space. The Russians used a pencil. What do you do with an engineer after 40 years? You shoot him. Yeah. They use multiple timeless cliches throughout this story, which timeless. I think shows cyclical use of time. Yeah. I thought it was kind of a little bit well, of symbolism. It, it, it is cyclical, but at some point. There's an interjection into this because they're they're in this loop. Well, this what we've just laid out is basically it's the safe, responsible way of time traveling. Yeah, right. They take themselves out of the equation for the six it's hours controlled. that they're in the yeah. uh, hotel room, right? Until not they forget the phone, anything, not looking at the TVs or anything, right? But then things get a little out of hand because you got a guy who goes back and fixes. I mean, that's when we I guess we first hear that somebody Aaron did something. Uh, without telling anybody about it, right? He did the, uh, he saved the, whatever, at the party. Yeah. He stopped yeah. the guy with the shotgun at the party. Right. Went and bum rushed Hero. him or something. Yeah. Said, like he didn't tell you. Yeah. So it's like, what permutation are you already on at that point when, you know, we pick up with that? Because right. the movie leads you to believe that Abe was the the risk taker. The guy that figured this all out and yeah, taught he, Aaron. he started it. But yeah. in actuality, as soon as you see Aaron with the earpiece, you know that Aaron right now is leading three seconds ahead of everything else because he's already been through it. So Aaron was really the pioneer of all this. That was a great moment. The first time that I watched this movie, when that happened, that was that, you know, that moment, the shoe dropping moment. We were like, holy fuck, like, what, what, what the hell is actually happening here? Because this guy, the way that, I don't know, so I was looking on the, the internet. I had the a little bit here. <laughs> So the way that they explain it, and whether or not you buy this or not, is that when – so Aaron – I guess what are we talking about? Aaron, one, finds out that Abe has rented actually two uh, storage units where they're keeping these things, right? He shows Aaron one of them, and that's the one that they've been using. But there's actually a section, second storage unit with the fail-safe device. So – Abe was, like, super paranoid. He set up a box and started it running and then went and did his bit and then 
got Aaron and brought him back, and they you know started doing this adventure. So there was always this failsafe running. But Aaron figures out that you can put a time machine inside a time machine, take that one back. So he brings back a time machine, swaps out Abe's failsafe. So now Abe, when he uses the failsafe, isn't going back to the time that he thinks he is. Aaron already has gone back there. <laughs> right? That's yeah. in the movie? That, yes, it was. Yeah, it was. was it photographed or talked about? It, yes, was, it was talked about. Yeah. In a, in a flashback yeah. over, uh, you know, voiceover sequence. They were they talking use, over each other, right? They use yeah. the term <laughs> collapsible time machine. They do use that exact yeah. term. So he, when he finds the time machine, he's like, that motherfucker, he's got a failsafe. He goes back, replaces that guy's failsafe with his own, which is now started X number of minutes later. Or days, hours, I don't know, whatever. I do like how they took yeah. two cinematic classics of Multiplicity and Groundhog's Day and blended them into one mind-numbing film, though. I thought that was well done. Mind-numbing. Mind-numbing. What are you saying? Mind-numbing. You weren't engaged the entire time. I think the director Ooh. and the writer may have been more impressed with themselves than with actually delivering the message to the viewers. Ooh, I sure. agree. I agree with that. For sure, dude. That's why yeah. I didn't know I had, because I was Save fucking it, like, but, yeah. uninterested. Uninterested in this whole movie. Uninterested. It's like, so just because... Is this your wrap-up? Well, no, yeah, let's, let's well, go back, Well, what the though. fuck? I mean, uh, before we get to wrap-ups... Wrap uh, Originally, and I think Nick, you brought this up when we were watching it. Like, was there was there original intention to build a time machine? No, it didn't seem like it. Yeah, but what, that was their what, second time going through, right? What were they? No, going before for? they before they even built the time machine, they were they had the box with the plates. That was they were reduced mass to, of yeah, an object, yeah. mass of an egg, and then that's yeah. when they found out that it was growing this fungus, which led them well, to... Well, because somehow in doing this, right, they invented a... I mean, but, aside from a time machine, they, they... The way that, I guess, the physics of it are supposed to work is that they detach the object somehow from gravity. They, de- they you know, in order to make the thing lighter, it detached the thing from gravity and the field that holds things like... That, that's you know? why the white appellates float, the paper appellates floated. That's yeah. why, I mean, yes, I agree with that. So this was all developed, like, by mistake. But they were they were looking for a way to profit from whatever they were... Oh, yeah, they, but, I think on. they were just in their garage, like, hey, but let's keep... make a machine that'll make us money. But you guys yeah. keep saying it was yes. a mistake, but didn't we already see, like, the very first time when, uh, I'm, I don't know the fucking names, the blonde guy. Abe. <laughs> Abe. The very first time he talks to the other dude, Aaron, right? Yes. Aaron's got the earpiece, which means our very first time watching this movie is already a second, third, blah, 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 we don't know. What. That it's already that a whatever. Start. So, and doesn't Aaron already, they don't just like, whoopsie, a box. Isn't Aaron kind of like manipulating it for it to get there? In the time, the as far as I can tell, I could, I could be wrong. The looping doesn't start until the they use the first scene Dude, twice. Has- That's the moment that... Abe walks out on the roof. He has the earpiece ever Aaron. since you see him. Can I throw out Can that's, I throw out two where things? It actually starts looping. No, I want, even in the to support what you're saying. At the end of the airport scene, he talks about how he's going to sabotage the other man's machine. They've already they make, built them. Exactly. He's going to make it so it doesn't work exactly the way it is. I'm going to do this. I will remove parts because if I have to. So, are we repairing the machine in the beginning the, of the movie? The story wants you to believe that Abe, the blonde guy, is coming to Aaron saying, dude, I've got something really important to show you, but that Aaron is already an Aaron from the future with the earpiece in, and he's like, what is it? Yeah. But he's actually manipulating and building the time machine. He's the one that discovers it. He's the one that says the thing about the egg, right? He tells yeah. that. 
So, yeah, so we're already coming in to a, like, in the middle of this, like... That's why this movie is an hour and a half instead of, like, five hours long. Well, we skipped the, the first... You don't have to do well, all, all the, the We skipped the first the part. The party thing? The fucking party and the gun thing, to me, is, like, so out of fucking left field. Like, I'm like, what? Are you talking? Where did Wait, this why? come why? from? Because, you know, the first half of this movie is about how... Well, Aaron, it turns out that Aaron, Aaron engineered and, that, too, because well, he Aaron, talked to the guy. Like, yeah. later on, I was like, well, like, comes oh, to the door or whatever. Rachel's going to be there. We'll yeah. be like a reunion. Why don't you guys come? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I just the, thought that Is, is Rachel fucking, his wife? No, no Rachel okay. is Abe's girlfriend. Abe's girlfriend. I think the whole party thing was just meant to show you that these people are real people. They're not just mindless scientists like, I need to build the next greatest thing. It's like, all right, what would two real people do if... I have I have time travel. You know what? I really like this girl. So if I can figure out a way to make her like me by saving the day, then I'm gonna do everything I can. I'm gonna go back in time stupid. twenty. <laughs> I don't know, but that I'm might just saying be I think it's stupid. It might but be I don't care that, if it's like it was. Yeah, I mean, was, let's let's he, be honest. What put it together good or whatever the would, fuck? Would normal ass that. human beings do something like that? Yeah, yeah because we do stupid shit. I think we've all entertained the thought of being the hero for our girl. I think it's I don't I think that's a common thing. Yeah, I think that's what they're and they're just like for the the sake of construction of plot. It's like this is like some kind of event, right? That we can have yeah, multiple mean, passes at to get it right. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the punching the boss and the going and doing the stock market. Because what do human beings want to do? Let's make more money. Let's take out the dude who's more powerful than me, and let's get the girl. But I think Rachel came first before all that. I think I think so? I think, I think the gun scene I think came I think that was the first thing they did with time travel. I don't think they bought stocks. I think they worked on that. I Why think were they one, so paranoid one about paradoxes then at the beginning? Yeah. But I yes. but the, the two we follow That's at what first I, fucking yeah. get. I don't think they I don't think the ones we followed at first fucking stupid. cared about okay. the party. <laughs> okay. But the the one, you know, Aaron and Abe two or three or whatever fucking number are on. Those ones were sure. doing the party. Thing. They were doing the 20 passes at, all right, well, we figured out he keeps the shotgun in the car. Okay, well, how do we do it? Oh, we'll bust the window. No, wait. We don't have to. It's unlocked. This time. All right, we'll grab the shells. That way he's got an empty gun and we know that he can't fire it. Wait, did he fire it this time? No, so-and-so said he didn't fire it. So-and-so said he didn't make it in the house. Like, you know, that you can hear them. Which is why it was all audio, because then he said what he had to to each person, make sure conversations went the way they were supposed to, that it would wind up the way they needed it to wind up. Yes. Can we take one step back, though, and talk about when they were building the machine in the first place? Uh-huh. It was as if they were reading blueprints. They kept referring to, they did this, and okay. they well, had not, this. Okay, so I'm not entirely sure about this. So maybe, you know, again, based on what you saw. But it seemed like maybe... There's four guys at the beginning, Abe, Aaron, and two other guys, right? And so they sit around and they're, I guess, like, you know, designing circuit boards or something for hackers or whatever the fuck. So they've made an agreement that each one of them, after they they will develop their idea all the way and then, like, move on to the next guy's idea. That's how they're, like, making this little business out of the garage. So I'm not sure if the... The technology that becomes the time machine was actually one of the other guys' yes, idea. I think so. And then so. they like they went with it, and then that's why they're locking them out of their garage. Isn't that? I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's like what this movie's like the creation of Apple, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly kind of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> right, it is. Is, yeah, is it, or are they using their own blueprints? 
I don't. Well, that's a good theory, but I think it, I don't think it's I, I don't think it's that clever. I think it's these two guys. Okay. These other two guys are thieves because they talk about you know it's my garage. Yeah. You know these guys. We'll just say. Oh that yeah, because then he's like, oh, I will, I will give them everything else we've done for the past two years. I will give yeah. them my fucking truck if I have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, at that so, point, right. he's a millionaire, right? Yeah. So, so he's, he's like, just like, you know what? If this will make them feel them better, house. they can take truck. the house. They can take the garage. They can take everything we've done. They can take all the equipment because I can fucking do whatever I want now because I stole their one good idea. Yeah, I just see the blueprints as not like documents from the future. They're like the other shit that they've been working on, like whatever. And he's just like carrying it around or getting it out so he can give back to them because i think later he, one of the guys says like thanks for that you know whatever it's like a throwaway line a lot of stuff comes like a lot of those in here i think but i think it, it's a throwaway line but it mean it, you know it has significance if you're like i don't think it means much to the plot like you know following it but it's like if you go back <laughs> it's like these things actually like oh okay that was a nod at this and this is a you know checking these things off of the list that happened before mm. if that made any sense Sadly. It does, but it feels like searching for a needle in a stack of needles, you know, to like to pick that shit up as you're watching it. Yeah, we went into this looking for double meaning, signs, symbols, and we went into this looking for a deeper meaning. What if we're just fabricating it? Well, it's that's also maybe that's that's also point. possible. That's possible. It's an art film, <laughs> Travis. It's an art well, it's film. I don't think there's meaning to this. I mean, it's just like a fucked up structure. Well, that's we're just saying there's is. no mean. There may be no meaning as far as like the filmmaker may not know. Like, like you know, for all these people who have laid out documents and how like all the timelines oh. work, oh. like the filmmaker may not have the solution to that. That's well, why well, I don't think well, like okay, can in that, solve like the riddle of like crime. I don't mean to like talk about a different movie, but like time crimes, right? I don't think that guy fucking knows how his original guy got, you know, started. I don't think any of these guys, they just know we're going to start in the middle somewhere and our characters are going to like somehow find how their earlier selves have already been manipulating things. Well, that's the third act surprise. Right? Yeah, I mean, really? that's what you have to do in a movie structure to make it kind of have like that, you know, it's the Saw moment. At the end of Saw, it's like, oh my God, you know. He's alive. Yeah. Right. I want to make a movie to do like that, this. To have that. That's why I said it's like a thriller, right? But you a have thriller to become has that, that person, though. That's why I don't, that's why I don't get into those type of movies because it's like, if you think my future self is fucked up, but you're going to become that person. So it's like, I don't know. I don't, I just don't see how your future self is fucking with you and you know it. So why don't you just not do that? Wait, what are you no. talking about in this movie? Uh, any time travel. Well, yeah, but you gotta in this do. movie, it's, it's odd because I think, you know, it's like we've had conversations before where it's like either all events that have been changed on a timeline exist in the timeline that you're on, right? Right. Or there's like these multiple branching timelines. Yeah. In this movie, it seems like it's like you have, you have the, okay, so they keep talking about the doubles, right? There's multiple versions of these people walking around in everyday life because they're like being multiplied through this the time machine. Right. That's all, I guess, existing on this same, you know, uh, timeline. But it's not like multiple timelines going off. You just got like, it's it's more like a question of identity. There's multiple identities living yeah. in the same, right? Because you've got the original guys are off somewhere because we went back and changed, you know, we're going to keep changing it so they don't ever discover the time machine. They're going to have a life 
in which time travel doesn't exist. It's like, even though it does, because we manipulated it. So they never invent the time machine. We already did it. So we're existing outside of that. That's the paradox. So is it like a, it's like a loop that's shooting off alternate <laughs> dimensions or timelines as it goes. Right. I mean, this is where I was working on that whole thing. Of like every time that they go through, are they closing? Is that dimension collapsing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> or how, like, how else does it work? I mean, we're forgetting about the ear bleeding. I think that's from wearing those earpieces too long. Because it was, it was, it was, it was multiple use of time travel. Right? I do. I think it was over duplicating the original. Yeah. I think that was wrong. They made too but, many versions of themselves. Look, they and that's why they can't write out of different ears. And it's the ear that they wear the earphone in is the one that's bleeding. Oh. Yeah. They don't really explain it, do they? No. 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 I'm just assuming it's. A I say we just make a movie That's like with a bunch of convoluted like, nonsense, you know. and then we have. It's a slight side effect. Then we have the audience figure it out. That's you the way you make road. a movie. You make <laughs> right. a movie, bunch of fucking nonsense. You have internet people figure it out. So get ready, internet. You can do that. In, I've seen movies. I don't have an example right off the top of my head where they do that badly, right? Where it's oh, like yeah. we'll just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and hopefully they'll see something in it. And then you have movies that it. This gives the impression that that it was thought out. What? Like I mean, right? I mean, we're sitting here going like it, there may actually be like some there. you know structure some sort of to deal this that like but if we like, talk about it long enough, we can figure. Out, oh my god, that's totally it. But all is makes it sense. entertaining to watch? No, it is yes. not. Yes. I, think no. It's more I mean, I think you have fun talking about it and thinking no, about it. I have it. fun watching it. I think it's more entertaining to try to mm. sort the shit out. Yeah, but that too. But you're doing that while you watch it. I think that's yeah. what it's like, that's it's what not a makes fun it. Watch. Yeah, it is. It, while I'm it. sitting there watching it, I'm trying to sort it out, and it's engaging me in a way that, like, sitting back and watching a bunch of shit blow up doesn't do. It. Can we analyze something real quick, though? I went into this with eyes wide open, giving full benefit of the doubt to the uh, the director. All the filming from out once they shut the garage door, how now the audience was isolated from the duo, how they were isolated from the world, the maids on saying of it all. I gave them benefit of the doubt beginning to end, hoping that they knew what they were doing with it all. I'm not sure he did. Do you really think that you sat there enjoying it, putting the puzzle together, or was it not a puzzle and it was just a bunch of pieces? Do you- yeah. Well, that's why I'm well, sitting here. I'm like, saying there's no characters. Still, I mean, that's the thing. I, I, don't, I don't have blue the shirt, red shirt of the uh, puzzle to figure out if I have are the they right even pieces. Are they even pieces? Brown hair guy. Fucking, they're not characters. This is not a movie. Well, I, I do feel... This is what editing are you fucking and, talking about? This is editing and, editing and photography. It's not script no. writing. It's not fucking... Uh. Yes. Yeah, okay. So you're not. Well, then you I'm don't sorry. like Memento. It's either. artistic. You don't like Memento. Memento is not a good movie. Either. That's another it. movie that's predicated on its construction. It's a, the it's built a certain way to elicit a response. An optimist would say that their wooden personalities, the poor acting, the script work is all accurate of somebody this deep in engineering. Right. It's I think that's how portrayal. you excuse it. You right? have fact, to excuse it. You're going into it as a little yeah, budget filmmaker. It's excused. Like, yes. Yeah. Doesn't explain. You have to excuse it with this. But you cannot relate to it. I'm not an engineer. Yeah, neither am I. Yeah, but why do you have to relate to it? You're it's supposed the, to relate to their the, fucking stupid ass goals. I want to meet a girl. I want to punch my boss. I want to stop the kids from hitting. I did but get that I, stuff. Nick already established that that is, uh, you know, like related. A natural human. I don't think it is. 
Well, You've never I wanted to punch your boss or get <laughs> the girl? Got, like I said, number one, these guys were so paranoid about creating paradoxes that they just did anyway. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Is that out of character? Is there a character? I don't know. They were paranoid, feel, but they were pushed into it. Yeah. I mean, you it's, watch Abe, because, I mean, Abe is basically the point of view character through the movie, right? I mean, it's like him, like, uh, you know, finding this shit out. It's him getting his mind blown at the end. Because well, Aaron's manipulating, right? Right. Exactly. So he's the guy that you kind of watch, like, you know, it's like, okay, if I develop this thing, I'm going to be very careful about it. And then by the end of it, it's like, he's the one who's like... But they're automatically not careful. That's why I don't fucking get him. He was careful because he was the one who set up the time machine and, like, Abe was already (laughs) running the numbers. When the Thomas Granger thing happens, he's like... Checked out and like I got to go back and fix this. Like so, he is respo- There's a responsible guy. There. I mean, like that goes to character. But don't there you are think characters if being you were drawn a here fucking- as a, as a cinematic storyline. I mean, if you were, I mean, experience. Can we keep in mind that after they built the machine, there was never one of the same generation together. It was always a first with a second or a second with a third. Yeah, one was always first, yeah exactly. One was always leading the other around the, the by the nose. That's why the whole integrity of the paradox got discarded because the other one who's already done it right. pushed him through. Yeah. I mean, it's that, no, that, that yeah, explained yeah. that to me. Yeah. Plus, again, I mean, it's just we can't say what we would do with time travel. Like, I can sit here and say no, I would Jennifer Love Hewitt? I would. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I would do with time travel. <laughs> but I could sit here and go, like you know right. what? I'm not going to cause <laughs> any paradoxes. I'm not going to do any of this stuff. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, wait a minute. I could be rich or I could... I had this shitty thing happening in the past, and I could fix it. Yeah, but you'd be rich with government contract. That's what I'm saying. It's like their scope. That's why I don't buy these guys as real geniuses. Is their their scope of what to do with it is so fucking small. Government contracts. Government contracts. Maybe they want to keep it out of the government. <laughs> yeah, man. But why? They still think let's fuck it up ourselves. Let's not let the government. Uh, uh, well, to be fair, I think Abe too is off in Paris building a bigger one. So there's a government yeah. contract there at the end. I thought yeah, Abe was like, go. I'm going to stay here Aaron and make too, sure Aaron, Aaron you yeah. like doesn't come back and fuck with them. Right? He was going to be like some time protector. But they knew how it worked. And then so their doubles like woke yeah. up. Yeah, they can build yeah, doubles that they knocked out woke up. So right. now he's going to have to deal so with that. You forgot about. He's going to have to kill hoodie that. Because hoodie guy, like Aaron three comes back, but he's so fucking exhausted after being up for god knows how long that Aaron two takes him down after gassing or doping Aaron one, and somehow Aaron three is able to talk Aaron two into like, dude, you just have to like back off. And so Aaron two leaves the narrative. I think Aaron two is the one. Talking to us oh, in the, the phone call that, that frames. Is the Aaron movie. II the one in the Middle East at the end of the movie? I think, I think it was so. Paris. You think it was so? French? It sounded. Was French. it French? Oh. I'm Merkin. It was French. <laughs> I think. It sounded very funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that was him because because Aaron three knows more about the dangers of time travel. It's like we just got to get the fuck out of here and go somewhere where we don't speak the language. So Aaron two's the only one who's like, well, I fucking uh, it's but he was like time travel is an awesome thing. Right? I just can't like, be here. We need a bigger. We need well, he boxes was, he was, everywhere. He was, everywhere. Yeah. He, he was making one big box out of like a whole warehouse. We're gonna time he was travel like the world. Government contract. He was like one every meter. So they were trying to build the field or whatever they kept talking about. Some sort of polarity field thing nonsense. Brent? Yes, sir. What do you think about that? You know, I mean, I have no <laughs> fucking idea. <laughs> so you've seen this movie twice now. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been a while since the first time. Was Aaron 2 the angel of time travel? The angel of time travel. Bearded hoodie Aaron. Yes, Marty McFly is the angel. Yeah, but where he went, he didn't need roads. That's true. I, I don't know. I mean, this movie. 
Like, listening to you guys talk, I feel like I saw a different movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I was going to save it for my wrap-up, but... Well, well then wait, throw, wait. Throw, no, you throw it out there. Okay. Well, we're talking, about. well, I mean, what's your? Yeah, but what's what's the movie you saw? Maybe we can answer some of these, or at least have a have an enlightened. Maybe we're seeing it wrong. I, well, I don't know for sure, but I mean, I, I see, I see the loop, right? I mean, I, I see the the circle, the time circle start, um, and then at some point, I see at, at some point in the day, things happen that <laughs> skew the circle off into a new alternate dimension and as it happens so you, you essentially start getting these rings that start if you think about like the like the olympic rings okay and as centric rings they're all tied together kind of they start out tied together but as like it's almost like the butterfly effect as things happen within each ring it skews off to a new ring, so they can't go back to the same ring. It's yeah, like getting back. That's I mean, I guess that's what the doomsday device is for, right? Is that why they couldn't write as legibly as they could in the beginning because that, they were so distant that, from I, their? That, I'm not really sure okay. about that. That that may that could very well be. Um, I'm trying to help you here, Brian. No, no, that's I, that's something that was never explained. In the writing, they, they don't explain it, but um, the idea that. They, they notice it. They notice it as as each day, as something changes, as it skews off. They notice it and they try and fix it. See, I mean, you guys are talking about how like one character is leading another character from a different oh. dimension, and I I didn't see it. Like so they're that. Div- okay. Their they, their handwriting's fucked up because they're no longer living in their own dimension. They're these original versions. And it, it's all the same dimension. Cha- but when they change shit, I mean, when you change shit, you're changing the fucking dimension. Even if it's the same dimension, yeah. that's a new dimension to you. It may be the same dimension, but it's a new dimension to you. You exist in this dimension with everything going. If that makes sense to the uh, audience out there, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that was a lie. That was a we need straight a, lie. A film clip to put on Facebook. Uh, yeah, that, for so. but, then, but when you change something. You are outside. I mean, even if you change the smallest fucking thing, you're not part of that original fucking dimension. You're just not. You change something. It doesn't matter. Even if I change that I didn't get a Pepsi, but whatever, I changed them. I'm not me. Yes. I am outside of my own reality. Therefore, I don't belong there. I'm outside of the vibrations. Of the, the, movie would ar- the movie would argue that, that though. Brain damage. The or movie the would argue does. that. Yeah. Like, Please, point of reference. Point of reference to Aaron speaking to the shotgun guy on the basketball court. And you listen to the headphone in Abe's ear. Different. It was a different conversation. But Aaron yeah. was able to pull it back around and get the same result. Yeah. There was no paradox, consequence, anything. He was able to pull it back off. But so, it doesn't matter. He's still... The there is he only, has to do that, he's not in his original dimension. There's only one dimension. Dude, There's only just, one reality. That's you, why everyone's either drugged, sleeping, or awake. They can't all be up at the same time. I don't think so. I don't think there can be. Why? Can't be what? Wait, what are you saying? There's multiple if, timelines? Well, there's definitely multiple timelines, but <clears throat> I, I, I think there ha- there has to be there has to be multiple dimensions. You can't. This can't all go on in the same dimension. But, uh, but they show all the, the errands together. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, but well, because the one comes, he well, drugs the stuff, and then it shows Hoodie dimensions. Aaron talking to Ty. Aaron those are different dimensions. At his, right? No, mean, at the they, door, they well, have to come from. It's definitely different timelines, dimensions, right? But, We're saying those are like the same. Thing but there's one reality. Well, because, explain to me. Well, define. there's the Thomas Granger paradox, right? 
So where did he come from? He would have come from a different timeline or, or a dimension that doesn't exist anymore. But how do you explain Aaron knocking out Aaron? Once you yeah. Well, because he's going the the thing that he's got that nobody else has is he's got the fail safe device, right? So he can go back to the beginning of it before anything happens. So anything that after the fail safe, he's changing shit that now like that becomes the new way it's always going to happen because the other guys, I say guys, but it's the same fucking two guys, right? Yeah. Are always making loops like here's point now okay. We may need a document. Here's point A. Here's like B, C, D, E. These guys are making loops within C, D, E, and F. There's only, only A and B. <clears throat> within the confines of the movie, there's only A and B. No, that's... That's just that's how the they, they the every original time, timeline. Every time well, they... No heard. one ever touched on alternate universes, timelines, right. realities. It's all one reality. Yes. Within well, the movie. If I agree change that, something... Within the confines of the movie. Though, We're playing in like, the movie. But it's like that dimension collapsed. Yeah. Right? It doesn't you, exist anymore. Yeah, if and you change something... brain damage. I mean, maybe. there's still one... Yeah, there's one reality, but if you change that reality... You are still not part of the changed reality. You're part of the original reality. That is a collapsed so you reality. You remember the thing from before you. you yeah, it. you are somehow connected to a reality that no longer exists. You're part of a new reality that yeah. you change. Yeah. Even if it's the but smallest is, fucking thing. That's, I think, what's cool about this in a way, because I don't know if I've seen this done before, where you have this Thomas Granger character come in and he's from the reality. He changed something. So you're not with the character who does the changing. Somebody else has changed our hero character's reality, and it's like, well, what the fuck? Did, Which, you know, do we know it, as an audience like what he did? I, 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 I assume know. in an alternate reality, Granger bought into the program and time traveled and got. I'm assuming that's just me. I don't know how many liberties I'm taking. I mean, that but I'm be, assuming in one possible, reality, they went through that whole conversation. Like, well, did you tell him? No. Why would I tell him? Why would you know? Yeah. And he so says, maybe why I'm, would you ever tell him? He's because like, I can't think of a reason unless it was an emergency. So going so maybe, off of like, if that's their thought hmm, process, in, in the event of an emergency, one of them would go approach this guy, tell him the entire deal, and he bought it, and he did it, he time traveled, and whatever happened. That's and my he's trying to save. He them got lost, or he fixed that, trying to. Yeah, fix he meddled, and something. that's why they were like. Well, what did he change? Well, like, we wouldn't know what he changed because he changed it all. Correct. But do we know if a uh, cool brand idea. new time, like at the end when we see uh, uh, Aaron in France building the whatever, do we know if dude invested into that? No, but that's Aaron 2. Yeah, that's Aaron 2. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron 2 is the black hoodie. Yeah. No, 3 is three is the black hoodie. No, 3, is the, three is the one that comes back that Aaron 2 knocks out. Yes. Okay. So he's the polo. <laughs> okay. And Aaron three, he says he's going somewhere where they don't speak the language. So I think it's implied that he would go to to France. But I think that guy was like of the opinion that time travel is a bad thing, and we're, I'm just going to get lost and not do it anymore. I got to go away from my family, and this sucks. But Aaron two doesn't have that knowledge. Aaron two would still try and build a time machine. So yep. okay, this Tom dude, this guy is Rachel's father. Yes. So as okay. to assume that he's the one listening to the tape. Once you leave, interesting. I thought okay, probably that Aaron could be Aaron, Aaron. One revised is listening to the tape, but yes, Brent. The guy's got to do be there for some reason. So once you leave the box and you go to the hotel, box. At that moment, well, you've gone to the box before you go to the hotel. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so you go to the box. You turn on the timer. You turn on the machine. You leave. Machine turns on. Fifteen minutes later, you're on your way to the hotel. Go, but you. 
Okay, and you spend okay. So at some point you are you are out in the field at the truck watching yourselves go into the to the shit, right? right. Go, go back into the box. Yeah. So at like, point B, how is that? How is that loop ever broken? If you always see yourself going back into the box, remember when Aaron went into the box and he he slept in there with Abe when Abe was time traveling. Aaron woke up. You heard the door open. He looks over behind the batteries, and there's Abe laying there asleep. He just popped yeah. up. He was not in the room originally. Oh, okay. You had to hear the door open, even though we didn't see it. We heard the door open, and then Abe walked back over to the back of the container, and there was Abe. Uh, yeah, there was Abe sleeping on the ground. So they literally—that's what happens when he came back too early the first time and was gasping and vomited on the floor. Was because oh, that was he, Aaron. yeah, he okay. was jerked out. And back into this time too fast. Holy shit. Well, there's also... That's a weird concept think, of walking yeah. into a time room. Have we not seen Harry Potter when they... I'm the done. time turner. Thank time you. Turner. Thank oh. you. Remember I when he exactly shuts the door and then he's, they're waiting for him on the other side of the, the door? It's the same thing. Right, I got uh, this, I got this on, on Brent's point. And wizardry. <laughs> and wizardry. So here we go. Please. So the reason, so you're 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 taking into account the fact that they're being very careful about it. But Aaron does something selfish without Abe's knowledge. First of all, he finds out that Abe's been hiding this other failsafe, so he goes and like sets all that shit up. Yeah. And he goes and fixes the the party. Right. Well, he both sets up the guy to go to the party and like disarms him at the party so he can be a big hero. Yeah. So that's the thing that starts throwing everything out of whack because that wasn't carefully done. Right. right? That yeah. was like for a selfish, you know, like I'm just going to go do this. That now I'm going to tell you about this after the fact that I did it. That was He'd like Groundhog Day shit. Like, yeah. Because that's when they were out chasing Philby. Do you get that, Philby? The yeah. The cat. cat. That's yeah. the guy from the time machine. Oh yeah, yeah. Philby. So, what? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, see our earlier podcast, right? Yeah. See our, yeah. The time machine, folks. Yeah. Go back That's in time I, to our time I machine podcast. The time, uh, the time traveling device was kind of like the time machine, right? It's this thing that sits there, right? It, the time machine can't go anywhere. It's station. It's very oh, time huh? machiney, right? It's yeah. just a box instead of a big goofy chair. Yeah, but I thought that was cool. That's right? a pretty that, cool that idea. Generates a field Goofy within it that time. does the time traveling. I mean, like yeah, you have that's the, definitely cool. You have the Terminator one, which I still I think that's one is of it a visible circle? <laughs> well, it's generating a field is. right that somehow takes all the volume of this sphere that it's generating a field around takes the volume of it, all the air and everything, uh, in it, and swaps it out with something from nineteen eighty four. Fences and the the yeah. like, craters appears it's just that stuff is gone it's not so did they well, show up in the future <laughs> yeah i think the that bit of the, the truck from terminator 2 shows up in the future yeah so i think that's how that's working although like that always boggles my mind when you think about it because like the computer that's making that uh the calculation right has to figure out where the ground is on the earth that's spinning around the sun which is spinning around the milky way galaxy like where that's going to be at this point in all time. without yes. skynet yeah well that's skynet doing it i guess well, that's it, why they yeah, sent they, kyle reese back like five feet above the ground you can okay. calculate those coordinates that's no problem <laughs> now, now <laughs> for computers and astrology astrology and, and, now that we've left primer can i please reiterate that time is not a transversible 
entity. Oh, it I is a it. concept, right. not let's, let's, okay. Let's get not, to the bottom of this, Nick. Please, hey, it is a concept, Nick an idea. But as long as the fucking uh, Earth goes around, yeah, like in around. Superman when he turned it the other fucking way, and we all went dude, back in time. Like Superman, thank you for bringing it up. So, <laughs> like, Evidence one, yes, you're that's right. The, way the word, word honor. time, time is man-made. Right. It is. And the idea of measuring time. The passing of time. Well, like measuring of time. Time, well, time. The passing of you time do. is not man-made. It is. It's a concept. Is Hold on. How? How is Just that the possible? numbering. Just the... Because you can make 50 fucking thousand calendars in billions I mean, of billion years. But time is still moving forward. You will still, still you will still be young, grow still, old, and Otherwise, die. I would still be a small I, child. You can watch this happen with a plant. Because... Like, yeah, but that is the growth and death of cells. It's not time. You cannot control that. But, but you're hung up on it's the not idea about controlling. Time, but, but it's about going. Kind it's of about because we can make people it. live longer. You can slow down Actually, the okay, death. I got you. I mean, Interstellar, right? The closer you go to a black hole, time ceases. You can time travel by going as close to a black hole, then moving back out. That's time travel. Well, because the, the Einstein said time, you can control that and make it work. Well, time is uh, relative based on gravity. Like, yeah, right? You can get a spaceship huh? if you're on a if you're okay if you were on a tether that stretched way out into yeah. space. Like time would travel. Yeah, clocks move slower in space, and they do here. Yeah, there's a time difference, yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can harness that and all of a sudden go back and meet Abe Lincoln. Yes. There's no relevance between the two. Abe Lincoln is dead. You can't go back and meet him. Those cells have been dispersed. They've been broken down. But in the other time, they have not. They're, now we're talking about alternate realities and universes, which is not there, time traveling. It is still time travel, dude. It is not. <laughs> it is. There's only one reality. You can't experience it. Yeah, the, but you can't experience the same one in a different well, place. Well, not if you keep thinking like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Earth's flat, damn it. Square. Oh, wait, okay, <laughs> so you can, in theory, you can, if you were on this imaginary tether that, yep. that stretched into space, you could observe time on Earth. You know, before the time, you see, so you can look into the past, kind of. If, or you, you could go to the future could, just by going to a black hole and coming back. You so can go if to the future, you could look far enough in the past, the you the could age. see Abraham. Lincoln okay, let me life. simplify. I'm not saying that you can get there, but if you can see it, let me let me let me help you guys out and simplify this. If we were standing on the surface you, of the star Sirius and we had a telescope that could see Earth, we would see dinosaurs. Okay. okay. That is what's, a true fact. Well, we just have to get there fast because before. Well, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. If we just right now popped up on Sirius and we had a telescope, we could see dinosaurs on Earth so, because of the time it takes for the light to reflect from that to get to the star Sirius. Yes, yeah. Is a, that time travel? Can I interact with those dinosaurs? Maybe Are those learn. dinosaurs real? All we're seeing is the light that they cast millions of years ago. I'm that's not seeing all them. any of us are seeing right now. But that okay, okay. boom bomb drop. <laughs> you're not you know what? Time you're travel, not alive though. right now. <laughs> as far as I can okay. tell, you're just some light reflecting off something. I don't that even is know completely what. true. But I don't even it's know not what. time travel. You're just being philosophical. For all I know, none of y'all are alive. Freak I'm sitting here talking about myself. Reality. Well, because all sci-fi is philosophy at first. We just have to learn how to. We just got to learn how to do it, man. We just got to. People in my head are loud. There's so many it's of them. Original, your original uh, dispute, I guess, was the idea that time is man-made. Now, the, it's a man-made concept. But like well, everything that you said proves that it's not. I mean, the fact that like if we look up in the sky and we see stars, we see stars that they're dying suns from millions that are already ago. dead. The fact, but that's the that's, concept that we're controlled by time is a concept. The concept that yeah, you well, have to well, work eight hours it. a day that is made up by man. The, measure, yeah, the, measure that, of the time schedule. Is 
That is the to enslave a humanity. year, a month, a minute. It's all made up. Yeah, it's a spinning yes. ball of dirt. Well, that's I'll made so that. you that. know how much time to spend making shit for the people that you know you have to work for. No, we built it originally for seasons for farming to stay alive. It wasn't just for corporate America. I mean, it's built for well, seasons originally. Fucking, but I mean, even by that, Lord Saturn, dude. <laughs> yeah, we are, man. I don't know if this is a conspiracy oh, podcast. It, it always me, is. Okay. Jordan Maxwell, the Saturnarian conspiracy about how we're ruled over by time, dude. And the lizard people. The hey, is. hey, well, you're the one that brought up being ruled by time, dude. I'm just bringing up some more in-depth shit about it, man. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened. Uh, well, no, but, I mean, the, the concept, I just, you know, I mean, like, when you say cells dying and, you know, like, everything disintegrating... That is, I can't. I don't have another word for it because all age. We, we call it time. That's the age. age. I guess what I guess time, what man. off yeah. puts me about what you're saying is that there. I do not believe that time is a tangible thing that I can move forward and backwards. You can only move forward. We yeah. we can't right now. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't mean ever. I feel like time is not a thing. There is no substance of time. There is no time quantity that we can manipulate. There's only about... You're saying, like, there's only, like, breaking so, down. I'm a believer of the chaos theory. All we do is try to contain chaos. We created time to contain the chaos of I'm what we experience. I'm going to get fucking trippy here, but what about, uh, what about uh, when people do that, uh, god damn it, what's it called? Remote view. Yeah, remote, like, remote viewing into the past. Bringing up paranormal science past. is not going to defend your case. Hoping the wall... Yeah, I know a psychic. I own tarot like, cards. I'm billion, not using but, those. But you can't say something that in a billion years you don't know if scientists won't ever learn how to traverse. Wait, I mean, you well, can't say no matter what, it, we'll never go would, back would in time. Would it be possible that we if, are always the caveman of the future? But if we future, did go right? back in time, wouldn't we well have said. evidence of that now? The time travelers <laughs> would be here. Aliens. <laughs> yeah, pyramids. Bill and Ted logic right Don't there. get me started on aliens and pyramids. Don't get me started. I will defend that all day long. Interdimensional beings. It's really time travel. Yeah, they're futuristic humanoids. Obviously, George. No, they're different. They're things that live in different vibrations. Like Katoo. That guy is from the future. Him and his hair. That guy is from the future, and he's coming back to tell us all about it. But how we're going to get? I will agree with the statement that we are the caveman of the future. Because you're right. A hundred years from now, a thousand years from now, this whole speed limit of light speed. It, it could be busted. The fact that we thought the world was flat, the fact that we thought all these things are now no longer valid, what we know today will change in time. Yeah, However, we, time... Yeah. Losing that loosely. I'm sure soon we'll find out the, the whole reality is a fractal, so we'll just see an Earth that is our past, and we'll just go to that Earth. There's no such thing as time travel here. We'll just go to different Earths that are the past. <laughs> Shit's getting weak. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're off rails. That's I think we've gone off the rails. All right. So maybe to your And point. we're about it. The Fractal time. realities. I don't, well, I think we covered it. Did we? So <laughs> we, did, right? did we decide that time is not a tangible, traversable entity, and it's only something we made up to help control our fear of dying? I'm not I, agreeing I, to Oh, that. I don't say the fear of dying. It's, to, it's just to control the people. How long? long you work how how long you work in a day how long you work in your lifetime it's again really again time was created for seasons but and we use it to sell it we create something yeah, for a reason how, how, how to just because you create the way to measure something doesn't mean it doesn't exist that's my only yeah yes. with that so there you go. i agree that the measurement of time is done by men that doesn't mean that it's not there so you believe that an hour whatever you want to call it let's 
simple terms. There's an really hour time. of time is the same way as measuring a pound of beef. Yes. They're both as well, real as each other. Well, the, no, the, the, no, pound, the fact that the word for beef, a pound of beef, is pound, like that <laughs> still has a weight. We call it a pound. Like time has a. So a pound is we a pound to everybody. <laughs> I've always liked yeah. the idea that. And, but I can cut that pound in half. And an hour to everybody on pound. Earth. Hey, uh, it is now half the weight. I cannot cut an hour in half and give you. Right now, yes, a half can. an hour. It's called a half an hour. We have one left on this. I like the okay. idea that a, uh, a minute, a minute with your, a, a minute with your hand on a hot plate is uh, is longer than an hour with a beautiful woman. You know, that's what time really is. So all time, it's all yeah. perception. It's all relative time. Thank you. All relative time. And he having, proves my point. If you're having uh, a fun okay. time, sometimes yeah. you sleep. And he proves hours, my hours. point. But it, an hour. Well, okay, so you're saying it is. I mean, it's yeah. perception. It's it Perception. But not that it doesn't exist, but perceived but time in an hour to important. all of us is still an hour. Well, you know, it now, is still 60 minutes. My, uh, so that measurement is, yes, the same as a pound. A pound to me yeah, in a physical quantity everyone is the same to Check you. This out, if I hand you a pound of beef, it will still be a pound of beef. Yes. If you say, Ryan, I need you to work for one hour. That will still be one hour of my 24-hour day Correct. that is gone. Correct. So, yes, that hour is measurable. And it <laughs> but is in different parts of the world, they still only live by relative time. In Haiti, my uh, my mother knows a doctor that married a nurse. He's like, make sure we get to the airport at 8 o'clock. They don't know what that is. They know I get up, I get ready, I, I'll i get to the airport. They don't have a concept of be there at 8. The plane is going to leave without us. But they, they still have a 24-hour day. They them. don't work under that concept. But it is still a 24-hour day. It but, is a measurable thing. There are 24 hours in a day. But people if I measure give you one twenty-fourth of my day, but people measure it differently. That's they measure what I'm it differently. It's still an hour, though. But that's what I'm trying to say. You're not going to change the you're how many culture, hours are in a you're day. You're talking about your culture. I'm talking about how many hours are in a day scientifically. There are 24 but, hours in a day. That can how be measured we measure by day everyone is on Earth. our own. That's what Roman. How we measure a day is only. I don't think that's by it. There's a, there's there's but a there's still of only hour. 24 hours um, in a dude, day. You yeah, guys are talking about Whitey Whitesville time. I am not really talking are. about Whitey Whitesville time. If I go to Africa, an hour is still an hour. And there are still 24 of them only in my day. Because you're keeping that fucking time, dude. No. Yes. It's because that's yes. how long it takes for the Earth to spin around in a yeah. circle. Yeah, that's only because, like I said, only no. because you're tracking it. No bullshit, dude. If I get rid of all your time devices, there are still 24 year, hours in a day. This is Nick, and I'd like you all to know that I won. Though. But they're still there. The shit of the sun. That's how they did it. Rel- that's called relative time, though. You're not going to know. That's exactly 60 minutes, the way you do with your clocks. That's what I'm trying to say. That yeah, I get what you're saying, but that's still just because you have something. As long as we have something keeping that, yeah, you can say that that's what it is, right? Well, we have clocks everywhere, Greenwich Villa, blah, yeah, blah, blah. That's again, keeping that, our that second exists, by second Whether time. we pay attention to it or not. Bullshit. If you get rid of it, if you 100% get rid of it, you will have... Uh, You'll have perceived time or whatever the fuck I was talking about. Where yeah, you you have kind of a basis on like where you're at in the day, but you won't have a second by second account of the day. You won't necessarily know exactly what an hour is. I, I won't Not know what exactly. it is, but there's still gonna be twenty four of them in that day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. That doesn't make any sense, but uh all right. You yeah. win, I guess. All right, well we're gonna have to wait until Nick gets back unless uh uh Brent can make a really long wrap up. Uh, again, I'm a dude. I, I like I like the time travel aspect of it. 
I like to try and figure out that. Why do dudes gravitate toward that more than women? I think it's just the the technical idea of time travel, you know, <laughs> the, the documents. The need the, for control we have. Espionage. And, yeah. We have Guys espionage. really into espionage movies. Spies are much. Yeah. And I'm so into it to the point where I even look at it like uh, – uh, I, I I almost don't even pay attention to the plot of the movie. I just try and figure out the the blueprints. I think somebody was saying earlier, you know, the idea that like t- to me it's totally clear. It's well, it's not totally clear. I mean, who the hell can really figure out this movie, right? I mean, it's it's fucked up, dude. <laughs> um, and I'll get into that. But I mean, like I think that it is. You start out with a circle that these two guys make and. As they go along, if you could almost think about a a spiral, a two-dimensional spiral drawn on a piece of paper. So you start out with a circle, but it, it expands, and it starts to get bigger and bigger, right? I mean, these are like almost, it's almost like a ripple of different dimensions that are being created. And as a new one forms, the spiral gets bigger. And I only say a spiral because a spiral is a circle until it hits its point again, and then it gets bigger. And then it becomes a new, if you want to say a new timeline, a new dimension. That's what's happening here. And each time as they come around, it gets bigger and bigger. And they're trying they're trying to get back to the center of the spiral. But the bigger it gets, the harder it is to get back to the center. And I think that's what's going on in this film. Maybe that's all bullshit. I don't know, but uh, it sounds good. So. <laughs> I think sure that, that's what this filmmaker said. Like. I, I, I think so. I think so. I, th- I think the film... Fuck it. And did we say that the filmmaker is the main actor? The actor, writer, director, producer, music composer. It was Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. It's all Aaron. He was the good Same one. He way. went back in time and made this movie he, he after discovering time travel. <laughs> oh. This shit's all real. And made the primer. <laughs> but, Screw you, Nick. For real. <laughs> Boom. But if that's if that's true, uh, well, that, I mean, I guess that would explain the pretension that we get out of this film because... This movie from the get-go is pretentious as hell uh, to the point where it's almost unwatchable. You're watching... <laughs> you're Thank wa- you. Here, here. You're watching these characters talk about ideas um, and concepts that they don't... Like, the camera's over here, and they're like, no, man, fuck that camera. We're just going to talk about this. Like, they, they almost don't even want to be in the movie that they're in. They, they want to they, they talk about their <laughs> ideas, and they don't want to explain to the audience. I know a lot of movies force-feed audiences' ideas, and I hate that, and concepts and all that, but this movie... <laughs> they don't like the opposite. You're kind of like trying... <laughs> you're, like, looking over the character's show, like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Hey, guys, oh, I, want, I want in. Like, I, I want something, right? I want, like, some sort of Our explanation. Movie. Like, let's pretend that I, you know... I have a college degree, and I, I work. I, I, I'm, I'm an intelligent person. Hopefully, I guess not really intelligent, but smart enough to figure out a fucking movie about time travel. I think I've you're smart, Brent. Plenty yeah. to thank you. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. You know, like I can't read into movies as well as the next guy. But I mean, I want a time travel movie where there is a premise laid out. And then through that premise, they can manipulate it, but I can still get back on course by the end of it. You know, I can I can get lost, but I'm still going to find my path by the end of it. And this movie does not even show you the map. Like it doesn't it doesn't set you on the course. I mean, from if, if we're talking about point A to point B, this movie doesn't have point A or point B in it. Like as far as you know, trying to explain to you 
what these guys, you, you, you enter in a conversation already in the middle, like already in progress, right? In the kitchen mm-hmm. about some sort of device that they're making. It's not time travel, but it's some sort of, you know, it's dealing with material and gases that I'm not familiar with. And they need to get these from, you know, household items you can buy at Walmart. Um, and from there, it only gets more and more involved. And I, you know, to an extent, I can keep up with it, but it's almost, it feels like the filmmaker is trying to, uh, he's, he's trying, trying to lose you. And I agree. I don't know if Travis was saying, I don't think that I, that the filmmaker knows exactly what's going on. I think that's, that's irresponsible filmmaking. I think that, I think that, uh, I don't know. I think that I, yeah, like I've I've only seen it twice and they were two very far apart. I mean, maybe if you, if you studied this film, you could take a college course on it. Maybe it would start to make sense. But as far as like an entertainment value and just, Hey, let's put in primer. So I I'm not going to do that. Like, cause it's... You wouldn't do that to your friends. Like. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. No, it, it's, uh, yeah, I, I would have to, I would, I would have to pass. Um, I think that it's, I think it's, uh, it's a smart, it's a smart filmmaker that's not responsible enough to realize how pretentious he's being. That's it. That's. Thanks, Brent. <laughs> Good evening, guys and gals. This is Nick, my first time on the podcast. I want to thank the crew of Saturday Night Freak Show for having me on tonight. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for coming. Absolutely. I'll keep mine short to the point. Um, this movie, I felt I have to give it some props for the filming of it. We were kept to the outside as unwanted visitors to their world. We were kind of kept at a voyeuristic stance, having to watch through windows and side views. And there are certain elements of this that I felt were very creative and artsy. However, I do believe, as Brent said, the director was more satisfied of himself than he was of his actual movie. The pretension of this was absolutely helpable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Like I said, with that being said, it's. It is not rewatchable, I don't believe. I have to commend Colin and Brent for watching this for a second time tonight. That's my oh, shit. If <laughs> Wow. Uh, this man is a sadist. Uh, masochist, I'm sorry. If Fat Man and Little Boy had a baby with multiplicity, and then that baby got knocked up by Groundhog's Day, that is what you would be watching here tonight. Thank you for having me on. I'm out. I don't even know up the where, stairs. where to Jesus start with Christ. this one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> and he's gone. Uh, I thought, like everyone has said so far, the movie was it was shot well, especially for the budget it had, and it was well made. I agree with some things we had said earlier that it could have been edited to probably make sense, but it did feel. Like Brent said, that the director was purposely trying to outrun you. Like he starts, oh, okay, here's what we're doing, here's what we're doing. You're like, and then it would be like, all right, I'm starting to get on pa- on the same page. I think I got it. I think I got it. Then it would be, oh, here's Aaron number three. Where, wait, what? It was he, like he was purposely trying to confuse you 
and be like, yep, see if you can figure out what I'm trying to do. Because I don't know. So, um, I would maybe watch it again to see if I could figure out anything else. I'm not going to actively seek the movie out. If it happens to be played somewhere again, I would probably watch it and not leave. But if you enjoy smart talk and you can understand it, uh, if maybe you have an engineering degree and can understand what these people talk about, sure, give it a watch. <laughs> if not, maybe, maybe, maybe don't. I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, this is a fucking way pretentious movie, like everybody said. But uh, my big problem with it, just like my big problem with time travel movies, and I think this is why I don't like a lot of the, the, the scripts and ideas for time travel movies, is the characters are always dealing with themselves. I fucking hate that. That's what puts you in a time loop, right? None of these time traveler guys ever you really just use time travel to, like, really affect the world. I mean, movies like Time Machine and, you know, yada, 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 yeah. I'm not saying movies like that don't exist. I'm just saying a lot of these movies where the time traveling is really only dealing with your repercussions of time traveling with yourself and, like, eh, they're just, like, I don't know, they're very unimportant to me. They just seem so unimportant. It seems like, man, these guys are fuck-ups. There's no way these guys are geniuses. They should have figured this out even before they did it. You know what I mean? If you're a fucking genius, I mean... There's always the mad scientist type of guy that's like, I don't care, we'll do it, ha ha, paradox, or whatever the fuck. But I just can't buy a genius person that's just like, yeah, I will punch my boss in the nose. And I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. These guys are not geniuses. No wonder this isn't a goddamn garage. <laughs> I just don't buy that. I just don't fucking buy it. Right, right there, I'm like, that's not a genius. That's just not a genius thing to do with time travel. I'm an idiot, I know that. There's no way he's a genius. Uh, yeah, shot like whatever. Yeah, there's lots of two guys in the corner. The camera's up by like a a, a lamp or a, like a hanging thing, as if that's the focus of the. Uh, but I get it. It's kind of this weird. Like the dialogue's more obvious, right? The, the dialogue's like, but but it's supposed to be important because that's all the story is in. Just like party with a gun. I didn't get any of that shit because I was so uninterested in what the fuck was going on. Just because I'm like. And guy with the earpiece. Okay, I got that. Oh, talk himself. That's kind of interesting. Three seconds ahead. Oh, the you know, there's some interesting things about that. I mean, I can't say it's like the first time travel movie. Butterfly Effect's probably the worst uh, time travel movie. But uh, <laughs> I enjoyed that film. No, uh, don't do drugs, it's, kids. It's time travel doesn't work out very well. But uh, <laughs> I mean. Uh, <sighs> I'm reluctant to give this a second viewing, but I might one day if I get stoned enough, just because I've got it on a thumb drive. Got it on a thumb drive, so I might just one day sit down and be like, let's get to these connections. But I still don't dig just the, I don't know, the purpose of the fucking movie. I like the idea of doubles and shit like that. I just don't like the really weird, selfish reasons they were doing it. I just thought that was too stupid. Too unbelievable for a time traveling movie. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I think it shows what a independent movie can do, though. You know, nothing's really too flashy. Most of the good photography is still out of focus, but it's still good framing, good composition, and, uh, you know. So, I mean, once again, a well shot movie. Very well shot. <laughs> is it a good script? If you, my idea of a good script or a good movie is like two actors on a stage. 
do it. You know, that to me, no matter what, that's a good story, right? Dialogue playing off each other. You couldn't do this on a stage with nothing. I mean, I just think, uh, I mean, not the, not that you should a time travel, like editing fuck up piece like this, but, uh, I don't know. I just, hmm, not really a movie. It's trying to be more of like a photographic experience or I don't even know what you would call it. A movie. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. It's definitely it's not fucking, a photograph stage. Play. It's definitely a moving, a moving art piece of some sort. It's not a uh, three extra. Well, it might be three extra. Can I have sure. one of those cookies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and uh, Nick was back. Fucking but he primer out again already. Primer sucks. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a podcast where one stood against four, and it was called Repo the Genetic Opera. Here we stand uh, again. Here we sorry. stand again. Where I fucking unabashedly love this movie. Like I said, I've seen it like five fucking times now. Uh, I'm constantly disappointed by science fiction. I should put that in a, in quotes. Science fiction films, right? <clears throat> I mean, I like the Riddick movies, right? That's quote unquote science fiction, but it's yeah, basically yeah, no. an action adventure movie. That's what science fiction is. Now it's action adventure. Movie. You don't get yeah, something space. that's like hard science fiction where Moon. It, hard science fiction is one of those things where it seems to build off of, uh, the building blocks of the world that we actually know on know of and deliver something that's like a little bit advanced or tweaked in some way that you can like, you know, like, oh, what would that be like if this happened? And this is like, you know, when I was thinking about like Brent's been showing us all these time travel movies, and I'm like, they're good adventure stories, and they have sometimes like really cool, like, what's the, you know, how does the time travel work? Yeah. To me, this one stands out as one of my personal favorites. I don't know if it's my favorite time travel movie. Again, I think like the, you know, I like the Terminator stuff and all that, you know probably more as an entertaining, you know, for entertainment. Uh, but this one I keep coming back to is like, this has something uh, like intangible. I think like in just the way that it feels and moves, it's like a plot. Mm. <clears throat> no, I think it, it totally has a plot. I mean, like I totally applaud this guy. And again, I don't know if this is coming from, you know, I think there's some, you know, because I'm a filmmaker and yeah, I look at the, like what he's doing is like, man, I've seen so many fucking movies that are shot in somebody's house that look like shit. And this guy actually made like a cinematic experience shot in his fucking house for $7,000. Like that's impressive. But I don't think that he wrote and directed it and all this stuff. I'm saying it looks like a movie. I'm not saying it's not two fucking people framed up talking to each other against a white fucking background, which is what you see so many times. This looked like a movie. Right. Regardless of, I guess, like the content of it, it, it looked good. So like I'm buying into it right there. It, you know, then it's like, OK, so what's the screenplay about and the characters and like this idea of like the time travel paradox? I guess that's the thing. If you're going to do a time travel movie, like let's dive right into like time travel going all fucking screwy. And the idea that once you have it, you're basically a godlike creature. Right. I think that's what fucks them up. Human nature fucks up their discovery. I want to say Aaron actually says this at some point when he's lying on the couch that like, you know, it's like, what would you do tomorrow if you had all this? It's like you would have this godlike power and that hubris destroys like, you know, their lives. Right. It's like that we can somehow. And I think, it, you know, it it's actually going back to like this stuff that you had in like the 1950s with like the fly. Right. The scientists would create the teleporter. And then by the end of the movie, you'd have to destroy it. He's realizing the whole the thing is like, actually like, you know, 
science is somehow bad or this discovery is bad. We have to destroy it. Technology can't blows, let, people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which You've is, heard it here first. <clears throat> Saturday Freak Show. Run away. That's kind of funny that the movie, I think, shares Travis's uh, down view on, on science. Okay. <laughs> it's like, don't push science. too far. You may find something out there that's... Uh, fucking burn our wings off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I enjoyed... I wings anyway. When I, an Icarus reference? Except yes. for Buffalo Or wings. Phoenix? The Icarus. Yeah, flew too yeah, close, close to the sun. sun. So I like the fact that... And I guess my experience watching the movie even the first time was like... It kept me engaged, right? So I was always trying to like, you know, I was, my brain was active when I watched it. A lot of times I sit there watching movies and you kind of like check out and you're just watching the flashbang boom and whatever. It's like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But like this one for its running time of, uh, you know, an hour and, an 17, hour and 17 minutes, I mean, it's pretty short, kept me like on the edge of my seat. Again, I come back to the thriller idea. I was on the edge of my seat watching this movie. Do I think the director was fucking with me? That he was leading me along a road that could never actually be solved. I think that's probably true. I don't know that it's true. Maybe he does have the whole thing fucking mapped out. I don't know. I don't think I can map it out based on the evidence that he's given me. I love the experience, though. I fucking love the experience. I thought it was awesome, and I think it's awesome that, you know, we could sit here and talk for, you know, an hour and a half afterwards. You know, some of the freak shows that we've done, you're like... Well, you know, and then uh, at this point, he went to the store and uh, he bought a, a carton of cigarettes. That was it. He bought like this brand of cigarettes. That was awesome. You know, where this is a movie that you can actually talk about afterwards. I think it will provoke discussion, you know, amongst you if you're watching it. So uh, I'm not saying that's, you know, my I guess that is in the interest of time. I think I'm good on primer primer. Good. You should watch it. I'm out. Okay, so next week, Travis. Whoa. <laughs> it's going to be my movie. Travis, yeah, you want to do it? Next week, it's Travis. He's picking. We're going to watch Super James Gunn's superhero epic before he got to direct oh. Guardians of the Galaxy, starring Rain Wilson from The Office. Ah. And uh, that girl from Juno, whatever it is. Ellen Page? Yeah. <laughs> superhero movie. <clears throat> All right. Next week on Saturday Night Freak Show, and until then, like I said, we can you can catch like a hundred plus episodes right now on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbay, Podcast Roller, and then one of them disappeared. I think it was one of them changed the names. So anyway, we're all over the place. We're taking over your world. And until next week, folks, the basement is going dark. <laughs> <laughs>